Hello, friends. Welcome to the Crank and Boom podcast. Today, we are talking about running your business on a budget. I know it is not the sexiest of topics, but we're here for all sides of making your business run and thrive, even the parts that we dread the most. So let me help take some of the dread out of it because knowing that you have options when it comes to managing your expenses and running a business on a tight budget will actually make you feel super sexy, at least even if the work itself is not. No matter where you are in your business, having an understanding of where your money is going and having a game plan to build that nest egg towards future investments or to prepare for lean times is key to building your business. And it doesn't have to be a stressful task, even though a lot of times it is a stressful task. I'm going to share tools and tactics that we have used to help our business thrive over the last 20 years to help the process go a little more smoothly because we have been there. Lean times, no budget. We are here to talk about it today. So let's get into it. So as a small business, and especially as a restaurant, it is very hard to make ends meet. Even though my family had had a restaurant and my parents had run a restaurant, it was still really hard in the beginning. And so we were just doing what we could to scrape things together, spend almost zero money, going across town to save 10 cents a pound on bean sprouts. And this is a typical immigrant mentality on how to make things work. And I will give it to my parents that they are masters at living on a budget and operating a business on a budget. They taught me how to do this. And by, a lot of this was because me, the dreamer who always wanted to find the next new thing, the next initiative, the next cool tool to use, they shut that down right away because it was not in the budget. And I am so grateful for that because it really taught me to examine very closely every time you wanted to spend something that was not in the regular budget, why are you spending it and how is that going to make the business thrive? Is it an investment? Is it going to make us more money down the road? Is this technology going to save us money? So really taking all of those expenses and figuring out how that is going to fit into your business. All of these different things have been a huge lesson for me in trying to decide how we manage our money and how we keep the doors open because everything is so unpredictable, especially in the restaurant world. And now that we're in the ice cream world, it's even harder because we are so seasonal. When we were operating the restaurant early on, there were a lot of times where we did not have direct deposit for our employees, mostly because we wanted to make sure there was enough cash in the bank account so that when someone cashed their check, it would actually have money in it. And this is, I think, a reality for many small businesses. How are we going to make it to the next payroll when things are super lean? That's the highest priority is making sure your people get paid. And there were also many times where if we were going to fall short, who are the people who are not going to get paid? That would be Mike and I. For many years, we did not pay ourselves. And we were just living on the savings that we had because 
you just can't operate a business if you can't pay your people. And that was just something that we would always sacrifice. It always hurt. And it was just something that we would just have to do. But for the health of the business long term, we knew this was a sacrifice that we would have to make. But it definitely was something that would get me down because I would always feel like a failure. So if this is happening to you, I just want you to know that you're not alone. And it doesn't mean that you're a failure because you have many more other payrolls to get it right. And I feel like over the last 20 years, we have not missed a payroll ever. And that's something I feel like we have to be proud of. Being able to have our priorities straight with taking care of our team has always served us well. So one of the very hardest things I think of running a business is managing cash flow. I think it is hard to predict. It requires a lot of faith. <laughs> I think that's a lot of how we have operated. But over time, you understand the ebbs and flows of your business well enough. And you also will gain historical data that helps a lot. So for us, as we know the different things we're going to do throughout the year, we can plan that this month will be the busiest, this month will be the slowest. Here's how we manage our team during that time. We're going to try to plan to purchase our pre-printed pints during this month when we do have cash versus in the middle of the winter, maybe when we don't have as much cash. And I am definitely not the best in terms of thinking ahead and planning in that way. But I feel like over time, we it is a muscle that I have been forced into. <laughs> Otherwise, we would not be here. We actually have a spreadsheet that we use for cash flow for forecasting out because we can take historical data from last year to build that on, even if we're trying to predict something in the future. You can never know 100%, but with historical data and with experience and knowledge, you can make an educated guess. A lot of our team just know not to ask for any big projects during certain months because the answer will be no, <laughs> because we are trying to save as much money to make sure that we survive into the next season. And so that's just a muscle that we have learned over time. But monitoring your cash flow is really, really important because what you don't want to do is get stuck not being able to pay for something that's essential. Because if you don't pay your bills, they will start shutting you down, whether it's your utilities or your suppliers or your team. So making sure you have your priorities straight, paying those priorities, and then planning as best as you can. One of the lessons I've learned as an entrepreneur is celebrating. Taking time to intentionally honor your achievements and share them with others is a big part of what makes the whole journey worth it. And one of my favorite ways to do it is with food, of course. Gold Belly is our partner in how we deliver our ice cream to customers all over the U.S. so they can make their special moments even more special wherever they are. And whatever milestone you're celebrating with your friends and family, Gold Belly has just the thing. Whether you need Guy Fieri's trash can dessert nachos for dad's birthday or Martha Stewart's famous banana pudding for your sister's baby shower, Gold Belly can ship it right to your door and make your event even more special. So if you haven't taken advantage of Gold Belly's amazing offerings, now's the time. Run over to their website at goldbelly.com and make your celebration unforgettable. Hey. 
Hey friends, Tao here, popping in to share my excitement about one of my favorite companies in the whole world, Holly Hill & Co. If you are like me and are obsessed with food, especially local food, you will appreciate those special ties that happen around the table. Holly Hill & Co. believes, like I do, that food creates connection and community unlike anything else. That's why they take care to strengthen the ties across the generations between family, the farmer, and the land, all the way to the food that ends up on your table. You can experience exactly what this means at one of Holly Hill's nine unique Central Kentucky restaurants and through their beautiful emails. If you're in Kentucky, be sure to find the nearest location and get ready for an amazing experience with the most fantastic food. Holly Hill's co-founder is none other than my dear friend, James Beard-nominated chef Weta Michael, who's been a force on the Kentucky food scene for over 20 years. Learn more about their incredible food community by visiting hollyhillandco.com, where you'll find stories, recipes, how-tos, and even curated gifts. Again, that's hollyhillandco.com, and let them know that Tao from Crank and Boom sent you. So I have some great news for you. There are so many amazing tools out there that you can use to help you on the tech side to help you run your business. And also the bad news, there are so many tools out there that can help you run your business. It can be really overwhelming trying to figure out which tool is right for you, which one is vetted, which one is not a scam, which one's actually going to help you run your business more efficiently. So I have put together a zero budget tech tool list that has actually helped us run our business. And I'm going to include some info for if you are on a zero budget. And then also, if you have a little bit more budget, here are some tools that we use now, either the paid version or some other tools that might be useful in running your business. It's important that you do your research and you find what works for you, but this at least is a good starter guide if you don't know where to begin. Some of my favorite tools that we use now that are free or have a free version that you can use, one is Slack. If you are doing a lot of group texting with your team or anyone else you're working with and you cannot keep up with who has said what and you're trying to figure out who said what when and you kind of remember but don't know how to find it, get Slack because it is basically a giant group texting tool where you can have channels. You can make those channels specific to a certain topic. You can put certain people on that topic so that you know those people that are relevant to that topic are the only ones who are on that channel. We will have different channels for each location. We'll put company-wide announcements. We will share photos. So Slack is amazing. I also love using Canva for graphic design, for marketing. They have so many cool tools now that they keep adding on. I would say that was probably one of the biggest revelations for me, finding Canva as somebody who has been a graphic designer in Adobe Illustrator and Photoshop for 100 years. Finding a tool that is super simple that I don't even have to teach someone else to do. I basically share it with them and they can make changes, they can create stuff, and it's free, and it is fantastic. And they have so many other different features that are being added on all the time. So I highly recommend 
getting Canva and you can put your brand in there. It makes it super, super simple. Amazing. And then we also live and die by Google Docs and or Google Sheets. We have so many different sheets and docs and we have them saved in a company master folder. It's a way to keep things organized and a way to share information and work on stuff at the same time. I believe there's, I'm sure, all sorts of other tools out there that you can help, you know, collaboratively manage projects. But for the things that we do, it's very simple and easy for everybody. So we use that and we love it. Some takeaways for running your business on a budget. Number one, decide what funds you need to actually run the business from week to week. What is that number that you need to keep your doors open? Keeping in mind, having surprise things pop up and having a little bit of a rainy day fun, keeping that in mind and being conservative when it comes to making sure that you can pay all the bills that need to be paid. So important. Number two, be sure once you start being able to pack a little bit of money away and maybe you're not living month to month, week to week, day to day, like you might in the very beginning, you can start stashing some of that away for your rainy day fund. And maybe your rainy day fund is for emergencies or maybe it's to save for an investment. For us, it could have been an ice cream machine or it might be some other piece of equipment. It might be a new cart that's gonna help us expand our business. And there are definitely other ways to finance growing your business. But for now, as you're getting started, being able to stash away a rainy day fund is gonna be so important. And then number three, find tools that will make your life easier. And so I'm talking about tech tools or other ways that will save you not just money, but also time because there are so many technology tools out there that will make you a more efficient worker, which will make you a more efficient leader. And it will give you some breathing room so that you can get to a point where you're not just working in your business all the time, but you can work on your business. You can look for ways to make things more efficient, find ways to bring in more revenue and find ways to just build a stronger business and dream of what it can be someday. As you embark on your journey of running a small business on a budget, keep in mind that with resourcefulness, creativity, and smart financial management, you can turn limitations into opportunities. Your vision, your passion, and determination will guide you towards success. I believe in you. Stay strong. Hang in there. You can do this. Thank you so much for listening to the Crank and Boom podcast. If you want business advice and tactics like this every week, click that follow button wherever you listen to your podcast so you never miss an episode with us. Also, if you like what you heard today, it would mean so very much to me if you would leave us a review. That helps other people find us. And I would also love to hear more about what topics you'd like for us to dive into on the show. I can't wait to meet you here again soon. Until next time. Peace. This is a production of Four Eyes Media.